0: This is the T Podcast by Developing Lafayette. I'm your host, Ben Powers. On this podcast, you'll hear from business owners, entrepreneurs, and community influencers who all play a role in moving Lafayette Parish and South Louisiana forward. Today, we're gonna to be talking with the creators of the viral uh, TikTok mount, the Nexus mount. The creators are Brandon and Morgan Miller. Guys, uh, good to have you on. Um, I have been excited for this episode for weeks now, even though you guys had to reschedule at one point. um, I'm excited about this. So go ahead and let's get started with uh, just kind of learning who you guys are. So if uh, Morgan, if you want to get started first, tell us who you are and just kind of a little bit um, about you. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm Morgan Miller we are originally from the Lake Charles area Um, had a lot of different careers um, but my most recent I was the business manager for my friend who does permanent cosmetics at Southern Vanity in Lake Charles so that um, my background is not in business at all (laughs) it is in science and then I was a teacher for seven years but uh, working for her I learned a lot about running a business which ultimately ended up helping us right at this
0: point yeah
2: well Brandon tell us who you are uh, Brandon Miller I uh, grew up in a very small town Reeves Louisiana um, went to uh, Delta Tech for drafting and design graduated in 2007 and went into work in the pipe design field for uh, petrochemical faci- facilities i <clears throat> uh, been doing that for 17 years and just uh, always kind of wanted to own our own business and invent something, and turns out it was uh, after our kids started travel ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is a uh, a cool product. Um, we'll we'll just start diving into the mm-hmm. the product itself is the Nexus mount. First of all, um the word Nexus is kind of <laughs> one that's you know it's the beginning of something essentially or like it's the core. Um but what does Nexus
2: mean? What does the name Nexus mean to you guys? Um actually <laughs> I, when I was coming up with the name for the product, I didn't want a traditional, you know name that would um i wanted something unique not tied down to louisiana or anything like that because i wanted it to be universal and be able to sell you know to a wide variety um essentially i got on google and started googling words (laughs) and evidently apparently there was nexus it came up and it was the common common link between two entities or something like that some you know paraphrasing but really um and being that i wanted a a mount that held a phone and a battery pack. I thought that was a good fit, and with the X being dead center in the middle of the word, um, it allowed me to use a basically a chain link uh, cross section to uh, yeah. be a part of the logo.
0: Well, we'll we'll show that logo in a little bit here. Um, so you guys mentioned that um, Morgan, you said you were from the Lake Charles area originally. Uh, I can tell it in the the, the accents for sure. It's <laughs> definitely not from Lafayette. Yeah. Um, so. Do you guys live in Lafayette Parish right
2: now? No, Calgary.
1: No, we live in Lake Charles. Wow. We did. Lafayette does have a really special place in our heart because after Hurricane Laura, our youngest already had surgery scheduled with an ENT here is getting his tonsils out. And um, so after the hurricane hit, they called me the next day and they're like, look, if you can find a place to live in Lafayette, we'll proceed with the surgery. Um, but since like Charles didn't even have emergency services or anything, she said, I, you can't leave Lafayette if that's going to be the case. So we rented a house right, right here like by Cajun Dome Boulevard, and we lived there for a month. Um, our youngest actually started their first day of kindergarten at uh, Our Lady of Fatima. And we're here almost every weekend, like, we're here this morning, we'll go back home, get our youngest, and then we'll come back tomorrow for a game in Crowley. So we're in Lafayette um, almost every weekend.
0: Jeez, that <laughs> is that is wild. Okay, so Travel Ball. Um, for those that don't know what Travel Ball is, obviously um, it's like tournament style. You probably have to go to multiple different cities. Um, how did you guys get started in Travel Ball? Obviously your kids are in it, but like... What what led to that?
2: Uh, friends, family members, you know, their kids did it, you know, somewhat pushed us to uh, see our kids play, and they thought that they would be a good fit for it and, you know, yeah. suckered us into it, really.
0: <laughs> and you have to stay in hotels and all that stuff sometimes overnight? Yes yeah. and no.
1: Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't, depending on times. Um, but, yeah, our oldest loved baseball. And so, you know, the rec league, he enjoyed that. But it just wasn't enough. It's not long enough. So yeah. he wanted to play more, and so that's how we got into it. Um, but yeah, like,
2: and then the youngest one just has to keep up with him. So he, uh, yeah. you know, it was a no brainer that he was going to start.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So
0: I didn't, uh, I'll be honest. I did not realize that you guys didn't live here. This is great. <laughs> so now I learned something from you guys definitely that I did not know. Yeah. Cause, um, there's, we have s- several sports complex in the Lafayette parish area oh. that are like, uh, well known. Apparently the Youngsville sports complex is a, a popular one Then. um, the Broussard Sports Complex St. Julian, that's a, a, a growing one. And there's tons of travel ball teams that come there, tournaments, these big, big time things. And my little boy, he uh, he's in T-ball, mm-hmm. and he just got out of the regular season, and we got messaged. Uh, they use GroupMe app, mm-hmm. and so we were messaged on there asking if uh, we'd be interested in All-Stars because Bennett – was uh that's my son's name Bennett and he was selected to try out for all stars I'm like I didn't all stars like I don't I played ball when I was little I don't know if I remember being in all stars <laughs> I don't know that's, if I was that good That's yeah. where it starts. Yeah, yeah. So
1: do we just need to leave this with you? Yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> but one thing I did want to say it's um when you did your interview with uh Mr. Don Giles you asked him what is Lafayette doing right in business wise in their growth? And one thing that Lafayette is absolutely doing right is the sports tourism. We, if it's not us specifically, within our group of friends, at least one of our families is in the Lafayette area every weekend. Um, If it's in Youngsville and Broussard are phenomenal. They're great areas. But even, what, Scott, um, Karen Karen Crow, Crowley, all of these other small places, just because they're turf fields, they'll come and have tournaments there, and they can host them there. And that's whole families coming, spending money here, money at the restaurants, in the hotels, running to Academy here instead of the one in Lake Charles, running to Dick's and, you know, all of that here. And so that is one thing Lafayette is absolutely doing right. Um, We surely don't have that. We keep trying to express that to Lake Charles people like, hey, we leave Lake Charles every weekend, and and we're spending our money in Lafayette. Um, so Lake but.
0: Charles doesn't have a sports field or anything they have, like of the caliber?
2: They not of the caliber, no. They have sports facilities. They have turf fields. Um, they're just not. Um,
1: they have minimal.
2: Yeah, they're, they're very minimal. And even the ones that they do have, there's only a few fields at each one. Um, typically, like in the, in the Lafayette area, they will, a tournament will group complexes together and have one tournament, but it might be spread out from Karen Crow oh, oops, to I'm Youngsville, sorry. anywhere like that. Even Abbeyville. Um Abbeyville. You know, we oh. played in Eunice before. Um, so it's wow. just a lot larger area and to hold a lot more people. Lake Charles area has the capabilities um, and it is growing, but it's there are a ton of people trying to push this sports tourism to that area yeah. because 100% of the time, whenever we come to the Lafayette area, Typically, we're playing Lake Charles area teams, you know, so yes. yeah. So you
0: guys are leaving Lake Charles to play Lake Charles teams. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. That does not make, that makes zero sense. sense. Um, (laughs) Okay, so you you, you expressed, Morgan, that you were trying to somehow push for Lake Charles to be more active or more into the sports uh, tourism. How, what would need to happen or what would you need to do or who would need to do it to make that happen? Like, what does that
1: look like? Um, Well, the current mayor, Nick Hunter, I'm a fan of his. He is doing a lot. He is making a lot of progress. But again, he's the mayor. It's directly the city limits. Yeah. But the parish as a whole, there are certainly the facilities there, but they're dirt fields and grass. And you can't host tournaments on that because if it rains, you're done. Whereas when we're playing on turf, you can still proceed with the tournament in that. Um, and just making the resources there, turf the fields. I know Moss Bluff, um, everything got destroyed in the hurt. Cause that's actually where we live in Moss Bluff, but the whole wreck field, they have, they have the space and it all got destroyed. They redid some of it. They redid brick backstops and, you know, net backstops and everything, but there's no bleachers. There's no covered things. I think they redid the concession stands and stuff, yeah. but like, you this this could make you so much money and that's money for your restaurants there locally to help keep them up but they aren't doing that so then these people that live the residents are leaving and spending their money elsewhere
2: and there's no there's not a surplus of hotels in the area but just like whenever we stay in lafayette typically we stay 10 15 minutes from the fields anyway lake charles from moss bluff 10 15 minutes you know you're at a hotel so and the facilities in moss Bluff. Uh, directly Moss Bluff, they have room to expand and better the complexes. So, I mean, you have, you know, yeah. the resources, everything is there. I, we just don't know what the issue is with actually putting it through, you know.
1: I know the, the complex in Youngsville is expanding. Whoever is doing that city planning is doing <laughs> a phenomenal yeah, job. Great like, they job, know great because – there's baseball there every weekend. There's softball there every weekend. There is soccer. There's volleyball. There are other friends, even when it's outside of baseball, softball season, volleyball is here down in Youngsville. And they uh, they weekend.
0: just invo- invested a lot of money in the pickleball courses. Yes. Which <laughs> yes. is <laughs> yes. apparently yeah. a fast-growing yes. sport that's yeah, yes. exploded. Yeah. Yeah. We
1: have actually been trying to find a contact in pickleball or in tennis to try to see how we could use the mount in that sport because it's got the nets around it similar to baseball.
0: Unleash your musical potential with the Music Academy of Acadiana, Acadiana's top music school with classes in piano, guitar, voice, drums, violin, saxophone, flute, and audio production. Their experienced instructors cater to students of all ages and musical styles. Graduates have excelled in college and major music competitions, and even made it on popular TV shows like American Idol and The Voice. Founded by UL Lafayette Music School graduate, Tim Benson, they've won national recognition and are consistently voted as a top music school since 2016. Their goal is to make music lessons fun, educational, and to help foster the next generation of musicians and creative thinkers. You can find more about them at their website, musicacademyacadiana.com, and you can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and several other social media platforms. Our next sponsor, Chase Group Construction, is founded locally by Chase Landry. Chase Group Construction takes the lead and becomes your one point of contact for the entire design-build process. They have a diverse portfolio of projects that range from the medical field to popular restaurants, to multi-unit shopping center developments. You can find more about Chase Group Construction at their website, chasegroupconstruction.com. We got a little bit of the uh, the story of how you guys got involved with Ball and how the, the, the start of this potential product would have come to be. So at what point did you Guys, start realizing that you have you have you want to do something like what, what led to the creation of the Nexus mount?
2: Uh, well, our son started travel ball at nine years old, and somehow you know, one person is usually dedicated to streaming the games that was me. I don't know the <laughs> reason, uh, but I'm glad it did happen. <laughs> but, um, going to the fields, going to the complexes having issues with trying to mount the phone to the net, to the fence. Um, you know, you come up with all different kind of DIY contraptions to you probably to make use rubber bands and all that good stuff. Ponytails, headbands, anything we could find. <laughs> um and then even when I did get a mount that I liked, I had issues with having a battery pack, you know, up there because you need a battery pack. IPhones, they're gonna go dead, you know, streaming like that. GoPro's the same thing. Yeah. Um Looked around everywhere we went. I kept trying to search around, see, okay, what is everybody else using? Do they have something that I haven't found on a Google search yet? Nobody had anything. And I'm thinking out of all the people that are going, you know, traveling, baseball, softball, anywhere like that, nobody has come up with a viable solution for that. Um, Turned into, hey, I'm going to design one for myself, you know, make it work. We're able to hold a phone and a battery pack. Went through several sketches and designs, you know, hand sketching. um, Built uh, about, I think it was 17 prototypes. Um, Went through a few different designs, and that looked nothing like what's available right now. And uh, (laughs) once I got the design done and it worked, um, you know, obviously everybody has issues when the sun is shining on your device. It's going to overheat immediately. So uh, the next step was, okay, how can we make a universal cover that will work with any camera any device that you're trying to use and that's where the cover came in at so I went from using ponytails and headbands to you know having a prototype use a prototype for about a half of a season or so and then started kind of determining whether I really wanted to push it out several people told me that I needed to start selling them you know I was really uh
1: um, people would see him and ask him, ask him about yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I had, I had, I did have one lady that just kept bugging me about crystal. making one crystal a day. Um, <laughs> and she's actually seen me using one in Lake Charles on a field and asked me what it was, told her that I make them. And she kept on bugging me and said, as soon as you make one and they're available, I want one. So she's customer 001. So, uh, she's the OG Nexus mount. user. Nice. So
0: Yeah. All right. So you made several prototypes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Was the thought process in the beginning to create a product to sell, or was this just something that you were just yeah. ex, just toying with in the beginning? Uh,
2: essentially just toying with for myself. And, okay. um, you know, I mean, a friends and family or somebody like that would have one in one that was the idea. Yeah. Hey, I got, got an how, idea. That's
0: how stuff starts. Like right, that. exactly.
1: Yeah. We are not, neither of us are salespeople. No. no so no. no, in no way did we ever think like, yeah, let's, make something that we're going to sell to people, especially across the country, like that would have never, yeah. never fueled anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I have a coworker that kind of does the same type of stuff. He designs things, sells them. He got a website. Um, he pushed me pretty hard to just put it out there and put some feelers and just see what might happen. Um, had no idea it would blow up the way that it did. You know, we, we knew there was somewhat of a, a hole in the market with the cover. Not nobody really has a cover option. Um, so I knew that had, um, the ability to kind of take off, but not in the sense that it has so far. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's just say when he did his LLC paperwork and everything in November, he stated the words, if I can average one to two a week for the year, <laughs> then it'll be worth it. Thinking he wouldn't <laughs> yeah. sell that many. Like that's yeah. our goal. So right. Essentially that's a hundred <laughs> on the year. Yeah. And yeah, yeah we surpassed that a bit. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the the numbers in a little bit here. Um Okay. So you get into the the prototype stage, you're 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 fine-tuning your little contraption, your apparatus. Right. And there's I, I obviously you started seeing a point where people were starting to ask for it, and that's kind of how businesses just come to be. Like people start asking, like, hey, can you do can you make me one? Can you make me one? Like right. my brother-in-law <laughs> wants one. Um, at what point did you realize that you need to Take it a step further. Like obviously, you don't. I, I don't. I'm assuming you don't make all of these in your house. No. no okay. No. Because they look well made in the sense <laughs> that they there's some tooling involved. There's right, some yeah. some machinery that bends the metal. Because I don't see any hammer marks. <laughs> I don't see anything like that. So, uh, what was the process for you in finding a company to help you with this like obviously that's a big step so what does that look like
2: that was a pretty tough search Um, I started out with they have several companies that do mass production or they'll go down to you know one actual product that they can cut and bend for you Um, the company I was originally using was out of Las Vegas but you send them a drawing a CAD model they cut and bend it send it to you and you can try it out you know Uh, had three or four built and through them tried them out. That was where some fine tuning came in. The coworker that I mentioned that creates uh, ATV parts. He has a machine shop fabricator, not far from his house where he gets all his work done. He told me, he said, Hey man, just try them out and see what they can do. turns out that they can do everything that we needed to do. So they're made locally um, in Kinder and you know, about a 40 minute drive for us. And so it's, everything's pretty local.
0: That's awesome. Cause I was about to ask you, uh, if they were local, cause you mentioned Las Vegas. I was like, Oh man, he's bringing work outside <laughs> no, of the state. No, no, no. Um, I mean, so made in kinder, man. Um, and it looks powder coated, I'm guessing. Is that it what is, that is? It yeah. is a
2: powder coated aluminum aluminum. So it is uh, super lightweight because typically on the nets, you know, if you put any kind of weight on them, it's going to sag, it's not going to do what you really yeah. want it to do. So keeping the weight down was, uh, essential. And we feel that, uh, Going with the thin aluminum was was the the right idea. So um,
0: I I feel weird that we haven't shown uh, the camera <laughs> the, the the mount. So if you got yeah, if yeah, you want to hold it, it up, up, okay. Um, yeah, let me turn the camera. There you go. So you can see it there. So it has a, a cover on it. and You have the the back side where it has the the I guess hooks. So I don't know if you want to call them a hook.
2: Yeah, these got these four fixed hooks that um you know on a chain link fence or netting you hook the bottom, kind of roll it up. Hooking onto the top, let it fall in. Um, it's got a good tight hold on whether it's chain link or netting. Uh, the cover is detachable. You take these two screws out, comes out if you're playing a night game or if your backstops happen to be covered. You can just take the cover off uh, very easily. Um, we sell everything as basically a turnkey kit. So the smartphone kit comes with these two clips. One would be to hold your phone. The other would be for a battery pack to hold on the bottom or, you know, stand it up on top to keep everything charged. We have a GoPro kit that comes with one of these device holders and a GoPro attachment for your camera. And it also fits a Mevo start camera, which would come with one of these and then a screw to attach the Mevo. So um, it's fairly universal, you know, with all the cameras that people typically stream with.
0: Yeah. And so, and it's it's an amazing, it's an amazing idea because I was like, you know, I was looking at it And after, um, I don't, I I forget, I want to say, um, it's probably the magic of TikTok where obviously I I saw a video of you guys talking about it, but I don't know how it came across on Facebook. Either way, that's probably my perception of thinking that you guys were in Lafayette because, you know, Facebook tends to like circle your area. And so I was like, dude, this thing is made here. Like in, (laughs) obviously I I figured South Louisiana, but I was thinking like, I figured you guys were in like Broussard or something. (laughs) And uh, because the complex, like where you guys were in the videos, it looked very similar in in a sense. But I mean, it's a ball field. Um, I just I just thought it was really cool. And I'm like, man, and to to have the idea to put the battery pack on it, because I was thinking I was like, they probably need to put a battery on this. Like, it's kind of like the battery the, the phone's gonna die and then sure enough i'm looking a little closer and like there's a battery pack underneath and i thought there was just another camera uh, no it's a whole battery pack i'm like dude they they thought of this thing like this is cool uh, yeah there's
2: yeah. there's been a little bit of thought i worked uh, like a year and a half on designs and prototypes so yeah during the lunch break at work yeah i would run to the we got a field about five minutes from my office so i would run over there hanging on the fence take pictures measure go back you know redesign when i got home um had friends and family that have 3D printers, so they would print a model of it, do the same thing, take it to the field. If it didn't work, I'd cut it up and duct tape it together and try to make it work. And I just kept on, and that's how it uh, developed into what it is right now. So,
0: and so you know, you know, and I didn't realize streaming games was a thing. Like, <laughs> I'll be honest, I've been to several games, t-ball, mostly T ball, we ball games, and I've been to a couple of uh, older. Um, younger teen games where they're a little bit more serious. I played ball when I was little. Of course, phones didn't exist like this Uh, back then. It was all the wire to the the wall, but um, I don't ever, and and maybe it's just me not paying attention, but I don't ever remember seeing anybody having a tripod set up or anything. And definitely not this contraption uh, or anything of the sort. So what I think is interesting is that even though I haven't seen it, I have a feeling that I'm going to start seeing more people stream stuff pretty soon because just the idea of having this and this would give parents the idea like, okay, maybe I should stream, but like, what would be the purpose of streaming? Is it just family wants to watch?
1: Typically it's very common in travel ball. There's one designated person per team that streams. And most of us, I know in baseball, I think softball might be different, but, um, in the baseball world, we all use Game Changer, this specific app, and it, give, it gives the play-by-play of it too, but you can link your stream to it, and so we can watch our kids. In some of my TikToks, I have clips of it, and you can see at the top, but it gives the score, the count, the top of the inning, bottom, you know, who's at bat, you know, all of that stuff. It gives you all the stats. And so um, I know we'll probably get into it later, but a lot of the comments, the critical comments we get are like, Well, you know, you should go to your kid's game, not watch a stream. Ideally, yeah. yes, absolutely. But a couple of weeks ago, he had to bring the oldest one to a tournament in Abbeville, and I had to stay at home with the youngest one because he was sick. So uh-huh. I was able to watch it, you know, laying in bed with the other while he's sick, but I was able to still watch it and still catch that. And it's really special for the grandparents that can make the out-of-town games yeah. and the parents that work shift work to pay for that travel Absolutely, ball. <laughs> You know, they really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I mean, even just with – T-ball, like, regular recreational games. I mean, there are times where, you know, people can't make even those in-town games. Right. And, like, we'll have family, we'll give them the schedule, and they'll make one or two games. And that's, hey, if they can make that, great. If right. they can't, no issues, but typically they make at least one. Um, and so this right here, if they really wanted to watch, you know, at least a portion of the games, at least watch uh, their, their child or grandchild bat, mm-hmm. right, for at least, that'd be really cool. Right. Um, so i kind of want to shift into the social media side because i (laughs) that's the the big part here of how this is blowing up um and you can correct me if i'm wrong but i think that's a big part of it Um, (laughs) so you guys started this in february correct correct okay and so the the llc was filed in november of last year and you you were working with it and so um going to launch initially what was the strategy to, I guess, bring it to market? Like, did you what what that look like for you guys? Obviously, you're the social media marketing kind of person.
1: Well, if we take it back a little bit further, yeah. there, we did launch a first launch, like January first. Okay, but the price point was higher um, because it was sourced differently, and a lot of we got a lot of feedback saying they liked it, they liked it, but just not at that price point. They said you got to get it under a hundred dollars. What's got,
0: the what was the price point in the beginning? Was it was a 120?
2: No, uh,
1: I, yeah. think than, for, for, I think it was more than well, I I it was like it was, for yeah, huh? I think was more than that. I thought it was like 180 for everything. Yeah, I think everything all together was like 180, but that was that's pricey. Yeah, yeah, production costs were different, but also in travel ball when you get into any youth sports like we pay $300 for bats, like it's nothing. So, you know, oh that <laughs> just to put it into perspective. Okay, my friend, her son had a $400 bat that broke last weekend. You know, so like it's just a whole, but we, yeah. got, we got that a lot, you know, when we first launched in January. And so he said, okay, I've got to do this differently. That's when we switched to um, the metal fabricator in Kinder, who cuts, bends, and powder coats everything. He, his price is great, you know. Like, we can't beat him. There's no way, and he's yeah. local, so it's perfect. Yeah,
0: it works out. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, we launched that at first in January. We got a lot of feedback, so it took about 6 weeks for us to resource everything, change things up and then get it at that price point where it would work for the market. So we relaunched with this model at that price point on February 8th. And he had the idea because the guy he works with that's really helped us so much and given him a lot of guidance. Um, we joined every baseball, softball Facebook yeah. group we could find. We're in Kansas baseball travel <laughs> <ball>, You know, <laughs> anyone. And first, we started just posting them in there. We were just posting a few at a time, and at that point, we we would buy batches of fifty. Okay. And we would sell out the fifty within forty eight hours.
0: And this is just posting onto those groups that yes. was
1: strictly in facebook groups wow strictly in facebook groups so like we one, did that we were
2: trying to regulate it to basically one post you know a month and just leave it at that just to see what happened. were you
0: afraid of growing too fast yeah still <laughs> still there
1: because again we have no business background we're still trying to figure this out so we didn't want to scale too fast and it get out of control and us not know what we were doing and be able to handle it um so yeah, the batches of fifty, we would get them and sell out. So we went through two batches of fifty, and then it was on March 23rd. He was going after he got off work. He was going to pick up a batch of a hundred from the metal fabricator,
2: thinking that that would give us a buffer. Yeah, you know, See, we would have a few weeks to yeah, kind Yeah, of right, work right. You, you have it. some time. Yeah, yeah right, that right, would right.
1: that would last us a while, and so. Uh, at 2 o'clock, I was like, okay, I've got an hour before I get the kids from school. Let me mess around on TikTok. Because before, I was just posting on Facebook, just in Facebook groups.
0: So you, just, you created a TikTok yeah. account? just. To, you know. And
1: I, I think I'd post some on Instagram, but there wasn't a lot of mo- traction or movement on there at all. And so I said, let me do our very first TikTok. And so I just went on there and made one and posted it. And it just was skyrocketing. The
0: first one? The The very first one. First one. That was the one that went
1: viral. (laughs) Lucky. But I think there is something to it with studying social media. And I say that TikTok is the most accurate diagnostic tool there is. On our business TikTok account, we didn't scroll at all on the FYP. So So the TikTok algorithm had no clue where to put us. It knew nothing about us. So when I posted that TikTok, it pushed us out to the general population trying to figure us out.
0: Uh That's (laughs) why
1: it happened, I think. So I think it was pure luck. I think we just stumbled on it. It certainly was not strategic um, intelligence on my part. But, yeah, I made made that TikTok at like 2 o'clock. You know, picked the kids up from school, came home and stuff. And then he was going to pick it up. By the time he picked up the hundred, I think we had sold 30 something.
0: Wow. By the time
1: we went to bed that Thursday night, we had sold 62. Mm -hmm. And he was stressing out because I do have some videos of that night, like telling him, hey, Your TikTok went viral, you know, and he's boxing them up. (laughs) And he has a very dry sense of humor, very monotone voice as it is. But also he was stressing out. And a lot of people were saying, like, he looks like he's in a bad mood. He should be happy. I'm like, he's stressed out because he thought this 100 would last us for a while. And it's pretty much already gone. But with that 100, we ended up having to put him out of stock at 10 o'clock Friday morning.
0: So you posted the TikTok at what point now?
1: At 2 o'clock on Thursday. At
0: 2 o'clock on Thursday, 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it was almost sold out the next day.
2: It was it was 9 o'clock the next day I put them out of stock because yeah. I was on the verge of, I was getting orders so fast that I didn't know what the cutoff point would be to where I didn't want to cut it off and put it out of stock and then people, you know, still yeah. have orders coming in. So I had to cut it off when I had like five left. Um, and now it ended up being at 9, in between 9 and 10 on Friday morning. So,
0: and so, this is not because I know TikTok has a TikTok shop. You guys don't have a no, TikTok shop, no shop set up. No. So, this is just.
1: I did. Yeah, that was just on the website. Right. And that was, we didn't even have enough followers then to even have our website linked on there. And it was, so it was emailing <laughs> us. And so, once that started getting traction, then I could put the link on there and then they would finally get to it from there. So,
0: that. people were buying the product. F- Without a website link or anything, like they were yeah. finding, they would
2: ask what it is, okay. and we would have to tell them, "Here's the website." Oh my god! To go to it, we couldn't, we could not link the site to it. So yes,
0: yeah. Like people, that's that's people, <laughs> re- like that's good yeah, right there. Yeah. That's wild, right? So you guys really hit on something there. We did. Okay, so I have the I have the TikTok that you guys are <laughs> talking about, and uh, just for reference for those that are listening, this particular TikTok video at the moment has five point seven million uh views which is uh astronomical really but so here it is. Let me remove these logos, give me a second. All right. Anybody can do it. You can do it. You're fully capable of doing it. <laughs> You're fully
1: capable of doing it. A thousand percent
0: <laughs> just that right there. <laughs> That that seems like nothing. Nothing. That seems like nothing. I watched it over and over and I'm like, um, how did that video go viral? Like it was short. It's very short. short yeah. And you that's not your original audio. That's just an audio that
1: That's yeah. a TikTok sound. Yeah. yeah.
0: So bizarre how that works. Yeah. So all right, so you guys today have almost ten thousand Followers on TikTok. I mean, that's you know what four five months, maybe if that
1: almost four, four months. months. Well, yeah, on TikTok, March twenty third, like two months.
0: Yeah, so not long at all. God, <laughs> dog. Okay, um, what are you guys seeing? Are you guys seeing that there's still demand there, or like yes. what does that look like? Tell me, tell me, kind of where you started with the, the viral video. And you guys almost selling out of 100 within a day to what are you doing now to kind of, I guess, foster that 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 growth and that demand? Like, what does that look like for you today?
1: Well, TikTok had been the biggest um, movement on there of all of our social media platforms. So after that sale of 100, a lot of people would come look for it. They were mad because we're sold out. So we ended up, you know, that was a lot of discussion on our part of what are we gonna do next? He wanted to order 250. I said, Brandon, you just sold a hundred <laughs> like in twenty-four a, yeah. hours. So two fifty might last you three days. You've gotta go bigger. So we finally said, okay, we ordered a thousand. We as soon as we got the ETA from our metal fabricator and stuff like that, we opened up pre-sale orders on April 10th and they were supposed to come in we said we were going to ship out April 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we got 200 orders in eight days.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, 200 orders so in man. eight days. And so when those came in, like it, we got them a little early, so we were able to ship them out earlier, which was awesome. So as soon as those orders came in, it was crunch time. I had people coming to help me, you know, apply the stickers and assemble them and do all of that because at that time. I wasn't as familiar with the shipping part of the website, so yeah. we needed him to do it. And he still has a full-time job that he goes to 40 hours I was about to say, you
0: guys both have work, right? right. Or, or I,
1: I work from home okay. and, you know, that works out. manage the kids yeah. a lot and stuff. But, um, yeah, I would do a lot of it at, so, you know, in so between all was, of that other stuff.
2: That was on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I got home from work on a Thursday and immediately went into Boxing Orders. And no, that was on a We Wednesday. got them on a
1: Tuesday. We started shipping them out on I had friends and stuff come over, help us do all the stickers. My friend's mom did 450 of these stickers on there in like five hours. My cousin did like 400 of these stickers, you know. But it um, turned
2: into just a madhouse, and these covers, mounts, screws, everything, shipping boxes were from the garage to the living room to the dining room. Um, Our former dining room. We boxed up. (laughs) Um, I actually took the following day off of work, and I stayed up. Uh, that Wednesday night, I think I went to bed at three 30, the Thursday morning, woke up and boxed, finished putting shipping labels on. And, uh, you know, essentially when we woke up, it was, you're, you're running through the logistics of it going, I don't know how we're going to haul all these to the post office. You know, I don't know what we're going to do. So I think we got a picture somewhere the, my truck bed was full to the top. And then we also had to fill up the back seat, go to the post office have to make real good friends with the employees at the post office because they're going to give you a big cart to push them all in. And I think it took us about 15 trips back and forth to the truck to get them all in. So, yeah, so it was, it was a pretty wild week. But
1: it was that night of doing the pre-orders and I don't know why, but I love sitting doing the mundane task. Like I I enjoy it. I don't know why, but um, I was like, I just got a whim and I said, I'm going to go live on TikTok with this. And so, like, I just propped it up on my daughter's little tripod thing that she had. And when I was taping up the boxes with the baseball tape that we put on the boxes, that drew in so many people. (laughs) And so, go like, I was like, okay, there's something there. Because people would see the baseball tape. They would stop and ask about it. I could talk to them about it. And then we would get more followers. We would get more sales from it. So, then I started utilizing TikTok Live a lot.
0: Okay. Okay, so you guys... Are you guys seeing sales from TikTok Live? I mean, I know we yes. talked about it right before we went live, but like, how long, how, how many days, or how long have you been doing the live videos? And like, what have sales looked like since then?
1: Um, so I guess I started them um, at the end of April when we were doing all the pre-sale stuff. Um, and I get we can just always see a correlation when I do go live, and don't like sometimes, especially of lately, some of the lives are a complete bust and they aren't there. But um, that's a whole algorithm discussion. <laughs> yeah. But we can see a peak on them anytime. Because there's sometimes where I'm during the day and I was like, ah, I'm going to do this. Let me go live while I do it. And he can see it on our website. Yeah, He can see visitors increase, sales increase. Somebody will email him and was like, hey, I was talking to you on TikTok. This is blah, blah, blah. You know? And so um, it absolutely, we can see direct correlation.
0: So... Uh, whenever you're talking about, uh, getting really busy and having to convert your dining room into pretty much a, <laughs> uh, manu- not a manufacturing, but a, a shipping facility yeah. is essentially yeah. what it is. So yeah. inventory and shipping. Um, how are you, how are you guys managing? I know you said you work from home, but like, how are you guys looking at the future and how are you guys going to manage your time now that you have, this product that is gaining so much momentum pretty quickly, and like by all means, you're only scratching the the very minimal surface of what this baseball thing could be. I mean, it, it, there's so many other applications, like you said, baseball, softball, tennis, pickleball. Now I'm sure um anything that has a chain link fence or a net right. can this can be applied to it. I'm pretty sure you have other ideas in the works yeah. cuz you're not in here I see it cuz you are probably always yeah. working yeah. um how like what is the plan to manage the growth of this I mean you have a full-time job and you yeah. have a a job but this is becoming your job now yeah. it seems like this is her full-time like, what job. Is, <laughs> so what does that look like
2: uh I mean As far as from the marketing aspect of it, um, we have had contact with, uh, you know, several people to try to get their knowledge and to kind of coach us up on what to expect whenever we do branch out as far as marketing goes. Because up to this point, we have spent, uh, I don't even know, it's a very... I think Minimal amount of money on marketing. It's okay, mainly so less than twenty dollars. We did a Facebook yeah. ad <laughs>
1: when when they were back in stock, I think, or when pre-orders yeah. opened or something. Or I think like when they were back. Boosted in stock. a post or something, I did yeah. a boost post on there. Did, but
0: did that work at all?
1: Uh, I don't think because it was just a picture thing. It wasn't great. But yeah, we've spent like sixteen dollars. Right. Before that, it was zero dollars that we had so, spent on wow. marketing.
2: So just getting their ideas on, you know, obviously. Website designs, different areas of marketing, different types of marketing, how to go about that. We've we've inquired with a few people um, that have done well in coaching us and not asking us to say, hey, pay me twenty thousand dollars and I'll boost your product. You know, yeah. Yeah. So that's been very helpful.
1: We were very fortunate, a phenomenal person that he actually purchased one. Then after he purchased it, he reached out to us, and he was a great asset. He said, I want to hop on a Zoom call with y'all. We had a Zoom call with us, and he said, you know, if you do want a partner, I would do it. But in that Zoom call, he wasn't trying to sell us. He gave us some incredible advice that we wouldn't have thought of, Um, and we've started implementing those things, and other ones we will implement. Um, But he's been incredibly supportive of us, but we are going to – Bring in a business developer because again we have no business background. So, <laughs> outside of this, any bigger than this, we don't know what yeah. to do. We have no idea. So we are bringing in someone. Um, I don't know what are we saying about it. I don't know. <laughs> That's he, pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, he has. can too many details. He has the connections in baseball mm-hmm. and is professionally yeah. a business developer. So and he
2: has a ton of contacts in this baseball softball yeah. world. So, so it's um, getting the product out there um, on that side, he will be very helpful, but also in the business development side of it, you'd um, be yeah. very instrumental in, in, in helping us grow this strategically grow this.
0: So does, is this, is this a partner situation? I like, cause um, typically um, you guys probably watch the show shark tank yeah. a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I haven't watched the last few episodes. Um, and I need to catch up. But uh, I've been watching it re- pretty much religiously since like 2010. And I, I I know that anytime a product like this starts to kind of catch wind and like grow and like the, the the founders start to find, you know, their weaknesses, and they want mentorship, and they want investment, they want to be able to scale up, they, they typically start uh, applying to be on Shark Tank or even looking at, at, you know, <laughs> investors or venture venture capitalists to help uh, seed in money to help grow more. Um, is that kind of the the path that this is going in or like, what does we've, that look like?
2: Yeah. We've had several people, especially when we were just starting out, you know um, some of them were legitimate. Some of them were just people trying to get money, but we've had several people inquire about investments and providing investor, you know, gaining investors and, yeah. And the thing was, is we spent very minimal amount of money developing the product um, just because of my background in design. And I have the ability to, to work on that at night whenever I want to. Um, and then finding the local fabricators helped out. Um, so honestly, we just didn't need anybody's money to get it off of the ground. And I don't want to lose my own money, much less somebody else's. So we just kept pushing them away, pushing them away. And then when it took off the way that it did with zero marketing basically we were in the boat of we just don't really need any help as far as financials yeah. go yeah we need help on how to push it in the market and the and and, it. and right. get it out into the public's eye and um just you know from a, a web sta- you know website standpoint things like that it's it's just a lot to figure out when you have zero experience <laughs> yeah
1: and <laughs> we do have a Um, a good bit of people that reach out and they seem from like reputable sources and backgrounds and they're sending stuff and they're like, I want to work with you. I want to partner with you kind of things. And so it's, you know, how do you weed through all of that and decide all of that? So that's why we, we trust this person that we're going to bring in. He's going to help us through all of that. Yeah.
0: Okay. So um, what about like, partnering with um the 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 baseball fields or a company close to that because i think this would be an interesting point of sale where like if you're at a field and there's a a busy tournament like all weekend thing like or maybe you guys i don't know have the ability to set up little small booths or something at these places but like to sling them out there like is there is there thoughts of like working with the fields or working with. Yeah. I mean,
2: we have uh, friends in tournament production. Uh, We've talked to them about, you know, setting up a tent, things like that. We keep going back and forth on the idea because I mean, typically we're at a baseball field at seven o'clock on Saturday morning. We don't leave till usually three or four o'clock in the afternoon. We're already there for that amount of time. Do we really want to have to be able, you know, locked down at a booth Um, and then looking at it over the last you know month or so, typically our, our, our hits on the website are from like Thursday afternoon until Monday morning. It's, you know, people see them at the fields. They're going to go on the website. The website's on the cover. They're easily going to go to the website on their phone, save it, whatever. Whenever we get home Sunday, we're going to order it. So typically we're moving between 15 to 25, you know, from Friday to Sunday. Um, So setting up a booth, um, you know, at these tournaments around here, sometimes they're very small, sometimes they're a little bit larger. Um, we just don't, don't think it would outweigh the cost of, you know, the, the yeah, bringing in the booth and
0: setting cost everything more up. Yes.
1: Than, and yeah. like he explained earlier, um, in the Lafayette area, there may be one tournament, but they're spread out in Karen Crow and Scott and Youngsville. They're all over. And so you have to move around. If you're if we're just at one, you know, that's a lot of the yeah. people there that we're missing or we'd have to move it every day. But the biggest thing is our time. We don't want to miss our kids' games because we're having to man a booth. Um <laughs> And then we'd have to hire somebody, take them on, teach them about it, and have them running it so we can go watch our kids' games and stuff. And, but the thing is, they only need one per team. And there's a good bit of people that already have them because when we play, anytime we show up at a facility, he drops the kids off wherever they need to go, and he takes a lap around, and he just looks around um, to see. And so you only need one per team. So not everybody needs them. So it's not like the vendors that set up to sell bats and pictures and stuff like that where they're selling multiple to each team. So it just wouldn't be worth it for us to do that and set up a physical one because what we might sell 10 over a weekend, whereas we can easily sell 20 on the website and do that. And so... I don't think we'll do that, especially not something like this. If there's some big thing, a big facility, big complex we travel to, and all of them were at one location, that would be something more worth yeah. it. But locally, that's just yeah. not. Yeah, so
0: it, it just, I mean, it doesn't make sense, I guess, more. Um, what I think makes more sense is uh, you have your website on it. You have your logo. Uh, obviously, I think. People are more inclined to buy whenever they see it demonstrated. And then right. when it's hanging on a net or a chain, I mean, people are always going to be like, what is that? Right. Uh, I think that's probably what the most curiosity is where it's coming from. Um, maybe putting like a QR code on it, too, to help uh, people yeah, scan That it. was
2: that was the idea. But, um, you know... Uh, having to apply multiple stickers yeah, and then it's cumbersome when it was a uh, hundred at a time, it was, it was manageable. <laughs> but when it jumped to a thousand, it, it became just, you know, oh, yeah. we're just going to stick to keep website it simple. On. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, obviously uh, if people want it, they're going to go to it and oh, find they're going to find it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if you, if you didn't have a link on TikTok <laughs> and they were figuring out how to get it, that's uh, yeah, that seems, seems yeah. like the path there. Right. Um, okay. So uh, I guess going forward from here, What is, what are you guys hoping to see from this? Like, are you, are you, do you see a long-term business out of this? Or like, is this the idea to do this full time? Like, what is the outlook
2: for you guys? Not sure about doing it full time, but we do expect that it will be a long-term, you know, business. Um, You know, like I always say, another aspect of it that we're trying to get used to is customer service, you know? So people, we sell them a product, if it gets bent, it gets damaged, we feel bad. I feel bad. Or if they tell me it doesn't work, you know, we try to work with them and, you know, Hey, try this, try that before you just send it back because I'm not trying to sell you a product just so I can make money and then go about my day. Yeah. Uh, this was a a general need that everybody has, you know, a streaming person has. So we feel that having this one out there and being that the number that we have sold in a very short amount of time, it has given us a lot of feedback um, and certain little areas, certain little tweaks that we can make to it to make it better. So that's currently what I'm working on now is just to make it better because we do see that it's going to be a long term. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're, we're getting close to the, the final, uh, moments here is we're at 49 minutes. So I kind of want to start coming to close, but so I had a couple of thoughts about it. Like, um, have you can, con- I mean, I'm you probably have, you probably have thought of everything <laughs> so far to be honest. Um my first initial thought now that you have a sun cover is a solar panel.
2: Uh we I mean, we, do, we we get that all the time. Why don't you put a solar solar panel on top of it? Um uh, they sell solar panel panel battery packs. Um we have come up with the idea of hey, if you've got it, you know, you can easily set it up there, you can velcro it, you can stick it to the top. That's on the, the customer basically. Mainly because if we start trying to stock a bunch of electrical parts, electronics <laughs> yeah. And people have issues with that. We're going to run into a lot of oh, uh, same right. thing.
1: We get people saying, "Like, put one of the little computer fans on it." I said, "Okay, so what? What when that computer fan goes out? I don't know yeah. how to troubleshoot that." And so we are trying to keep it as simple as possible. You can make it versatile, and you can put those upgrades on them yourself. But then that saves us the back end of having to
0: yeah fix that. So I guess making it to where uh, people can modify it on their own is. Obviously, people can do whatever they want. Um, I don't know if you could, like, make certain parts of it more modular or, like, more, um, I guess, um, tinker-friendly. I don't know what that would look like, if there would be, like, certain zip-tie holes maybe that you would put in there. I mean,
2: with the slots on the bottom, typically, you know, you can take these holders and flip them down to the bottom. We've had people you know, put a phone, a battery pack, um, a pocket radar, you know, to read pitch speeds and things like that and a GoPro, you know, because some people use a GoPro to stream and use their phone as a hotspot. So they need them close by. So that gives them the ability to put them right next to each other, flip a battery pack to the bottom to have all three devices on the same unit without Struggling to run cords and power cords and you know things like that. So
1: yeah, um, some people have sent us pictures with like six things attached to it. You know, good
0: grief. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, does it tilt? Does it bend the net? Like
2: uh, net, yeah, net, yeah. (laughs) It's a different animal. Uh, Chain link, you're completely fine to attach basically whatever you want to. Yeah, you know, you don't have any issues. Pretty sturdy. Yeah, Uh, the netting is just it's it's a struggle
1: on the net. If you need the cover, the cover does make it want to pull back, so you do have to kind of play with it and pull um pull the bottom up more and try to tighten that or Brandon says you get closer to one of the poles on the corner where there's more tension
2: and just People. flipping flipping things to the bottom too and pushing them as close as you can to the netting will help it to hang straight down and not want to roll there back was anything. somebody
1: in Karen Crow he had just a regular bungee cord thing he hooked it right here and then up on the fence ah. and then it worked. And so, you know, we've talked about that. Like, do you make some kind of strap? But he can't find the aesthetic strap yeah. that he likes, like with the carabiner, to hook it up there and to get it to help it that way.
0: Yeah. So, really, you guys don't have to do a whole lot to this. People are kind of finding out their own methods yeah. of making certain applications work better for them. Um, I mean, I, I think it's a, a, a an ingenious idea. Like, the sun cover, like, that was a great move because – you you if you go live with your iPhone, even just for like a minute out into the straight sun, like the sucker just wants to like overheat and mm-hmm. says you know it can't work. I'm like really like I'll be out on um, you know taking photos of a construction site, literally just out there taking photos. Sometimes my phone will get hot and, and it'll like slow down. I'm like I I I haven't even been out of the car <laughs> for like a moment. Like right. let me do. Um, I had I had whenever I was watching some of your TikToks. One of the things, and I've seen all the applications, seeing you guys hang them on the net. I've seen ball players hit the ball and it comes flying backwards right. to the points where I've seen uh, grown men sitting on, like leaning against the fence or the net, and like they almost get clobbered. This thing is pretty much susceptible to that. Has, wh- yes. has it gotten hit? Like what is the, the potential failure aspect of well, this?
1: First, I want to say that's the, the haters are what I think made the TikTok go viral because they engaged with it so oh, much, sure. critiquing it. But in the video, you see the phone right there. And they all say, one foul ball and your phone's ruined. And they all kept talking about the phone, the phone, the phone. Well, just in the past like week, I feel like we have had a couple that took foul balls. And it bent up the aluminum frame. But one woman even said, but it saved my new phone. So, it's damaging the mount, not the phone.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess it's just, uh, just happenstance just, as long as it doesn't make a beeline yeah. straight to the phone. Because, I mean, if it's a net, I mean, it could yes. potentially. Yeah. But
1: and but he said, in net, it does have a little bit of give, yeah. too. So, yeah. that kind of saves it with it. But, um, like, I did, it was my son's, like, 7U team. But one of the little boys hit it straight for, it directly hit our mount. Ours didn't budge, didn't anything but the other team's mount that was on there fell off completely. Oh.
0: So, so they had their own version of a mount set up? They're, they they're, have,
2: there's two other majors. Is that
1: one a bungee cord? Yeah, there's two. Eight, one of them has been selling for over a decade, yeah. you so. know. Um, but a lot of people have like a bungee cord situation too. And I think that one was a bungee cord. And oh, we've been. seen other bungee cord ones fall. And that's what, kind of what I tried to explain to people. Like, if you're putting your phone up there, people put their phones up on the backstop with zip ties every weekend. Yeah, so that's they're putting zero the risk protection. already. Yeah. So when you do that, you assume some risk with putting that up there.
0: Do you guys have disclaimers uh, saying that you assume risk by putting, you know? Mm,
2: no, I mean, everybody, I mean, we hate to say it, but everybody typically knows that, hey, if I'm putting my $1,200 you iPhone would. on the fence... You, you, would, think, you would think that they'd be common knowledge. Uh, right. And uh, even
1: if you have the disclaimer, that doesn't legally protect you in any way either. But a lot, so, of, you know,
2: a lot of people comment on it, the phone being on the fence and the damages. Why don't you just get a GoPro for $400 or whatever it is? 89% of our sales our smartphone kits. Well, yeah, so, I mean, that's we the most everybody has yeah. one in their pocket. We
1: ourselves stream with yeah. our smartphone. We now have the GoPro and the Mevo just for the business, but we still stream with our smartphone because nobody wants to have to figure out how to connect a, 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 well, a GoPro you'll, yeah. to
2: stream. You'll lose a hotspot. You have to pay yeah.
1: for a hotspot, you know, monthly. And yeah. All that. And
0: the average person, let's, let's say Pawpaw is mm-hmm. buying this. Pawpaw's a, a tech guy. <laughs> he likes it. He thinks it's cool. He wants to be the cool grandpa. He buys this. He may not want to have a use a Grow Pro. Maybe he just wants to use his iPhone or Samsung exactly. and just pop it in there. Yeah. Like
2: well, it's like everybody says they, uh, you know, you have a phone in your pocket. Yeah, you're I mean, always going to have it with you. You so. have
0: the greatest <laughs> technology piece in your pocket. Right. Why not right. use that? Right. Yeah, you're going to assume some liability on it if you yeah. if you do it. But um,
1: but we are on year three of his phone. What I think last year alone, you streamed over a hundred games mm-hmm. on it, and it never hit. So. Possible, yes. Probable, no. Yeah. I even had our neighbor, who he, you know, is a senior at Sam Houston. They were one of the top baseball teams in the state. What number? They were seated number five in the state. I had him go out there, and we put it up on the net backstop. And I said, aim Purp- for it. Purposely go Yes, I yeah. have several. I have a whole little TikTok series of it. But I said, aim for it. Go ahead. He is going to play baseball. He got a scholarship at the University of Texas. Like, he's going to play at a D1 college. Because I said, if I use my son, they're going to critique. He's little. He's 11. So I said, all right, here. This is a D1 athlete. Aim for it. Go ahead. And the first round, it took him 31 hits to get it to fall off. Good grief. And that was an old phone we have that didn't even have a – cover on it it didn't have a case on it that phone still works and it's still fine yeah you know and i did that and then people still critiqued it and it wasn't good enough for them so one thing i've learned (laughs) over you know owning this business and dealing with social media you can't make every everybody happy and people will always complain no matter what
0: you're never going to make everybody happy
1: we did intentionally test that okay
0: cool man this is uh this is really fun. I, I I'm I'm happy that we were able to make this work. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that you guys were driving all the way from Lake <laughs> Charles. So if I would have had that thought, I would have been like, oh Lord, I would have been here before you guys yeah. were. But yeah. I I just you know anytime I invite somebody, I I assume they're probably from this area because I try not to inconvenience anybody. So I hope yeah. I didn't inconvenience no. you. No, no, not at all. Um, we're over here all the time. Yeah, but oh, uh, but I I love it, and I it, it had me thinking. I'm like, man, I should. I should probably figure out how to, like, get my phone on the net, too. And, like, maybe I should end up getting one. But so I was like, you know what? Let me just bring these guys in and talk about it because I think it's a neat product. There's so many people playing ball around here. The sports Mm -hmm. complex are always busy. And I think, you know what, just bringing these guys on and talking about it and the fact that it went viral so, so quickly and, like, unexpectedly was just one of those things where I'm like, you know what? Time to bring him in and talk <laughs> Which, about it, because I think it's cool.
1: Yeah, you saw it on TikTok, and I'm kind of glad we had to reschedule, because TikTok has slowed down for sure, and now my Instagram is taking off.
2: Weird. Like, we've
1: tripled our yeah. followers, and those reels are taking off on there. So it's crazy looking at the different ones and watching the patterns on each of them.
0: Yeah, the, you never know. Social media is an odd animal. Um, you just kind of go with the ebbs and flows of it, and one day one thing is working, the next day it doesn't work, Dead and... Hard. Uh, you know it's it's so, so bizarre. So, um, is there anything that we didn't mention that you guys want to talk about before we close out? No. Yeah. No. What was the price of the uh, current
2: one? Uh, set up just like this um, with the cover is ninety nine. Okay. And that goes for whether it's a smartphone kit, GoPro kit, or Got Vivo Start. Um, the same exact kits, just without the cover, or seventy five.
0: Okay, so you can you can buy it without the cover. You can make it mm-hmm. cheaper if you wanted to. Typically, cool. we tell yeah. them, you know, it's... The cover's are a
2: good... Buy mod. it with the cover <laughs> because you're going to need it, but also you can remove it whenever you don't. So, yeah. You
0: know. All right. Well, cool. And, and it's aluminum, so obviously it's, it's the lightest metal that you can use. So, right. yeah, you guys thought of a lot, like... Uh,
1: Not you guys. That was on him. <laughs> oh, well, I
0: say, you know what? You guys are a team. I just say you guys. Um, man, um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show the the website. Okay. So we're gonna let me turn on that thing real quick. And so here is the website. Let me turn off my logos there. And so obviously they have a Memorial Day code. You can see right there. So if you want to get one now, you can take ten percent off. Uh, and so yeah, obviously your who did your website?
2: Uh, that was me. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was you,
1: you made know? in a rush. Yeah. Hey, you know
2: what it, though? It's doing yeah. its job. Well, we, that's we actually, get people tell us all the time. You need to update the website. I said, well, I mean it's it's working. We haven't had time, but. Yeah.
1: When we leave here this afternoon, we are going to meet the photographer. Um, We started getting professional pictures. Today, we're going to work on the photos and we're going to have someone design all that.
0: Do you have someone that's uh, set up or you have someone picked out for your website already?
1: I'll see. Because he did see that you yeah. did that. Yeah. That's a discussion. <laughs> that's been a discussion. Hey, I just
0: had to uh, yeah. just had to throw yeah. it out there. I think websites. <laughs> just a shameless plug. But yeah, hey, yeah. you know what? No, no harm to foul. No, if you no, guys, not whoever all. you guys pick, that's gonna be great. Because um, I'll be honest. Uh, just like you, I use you know the the most popular website design mm-hmm. uh, hosting. So like Squarespace, Wix, uh, WordPress. Um, I'm a big fan of Squarespace. And
1: really, because we were gonna leave that. We we're were on Wix now, but we're, we wanted to move to Shopify.
0: Shopify yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, Shopify um, has everything contained into one package. Squarespace kind of does that too, but Shopify is like got so much. Yeah, they said Shopify
2: e- is basically like e-commerce that also does websites, and they, you know, he explained it as Wix as a website, you know, developer yep. that also has a store on it. You yeah. know, so he said if we would flip flop to Shopify he would think it would make it look a lot better. Yeah. So, and and
0: Shopify, not. you can actually, um, you have to pay a little bit more for like templates that you like that right. may be a little different, but some of I mean, I used a Shopify account once to try to create an um, online boutique to sell shirts and stuff. And, uh, I, I kind of messed around with it. It was great, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, this is kind of one of those tangents <laughs> that we probably should have ended the show already. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, close out. And so, um, thank you guys for coming in and talking about your product, which is really cool. I'm glad that it's a Louisiana-based product because if this sucker blows up and it's in Costco and Sam's Club everywhere <laughs> and wherever else it goes, um, I, I want to be like, hey, I was, I, I had those guys yeah, on my podcast. Right, that was pretty right. cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm glad to have you guys on and, and thank you for driving all the yeah, way from Lake Charles. appreciate yeah, it. It was fun.
2: You. It was fun. Well, cool.
0: Well, uh, yeah, guys, if you want to check them out, it's the Nexus Mount. Uh, if you're a ball parent um by any means uh you might want to check it out so if you're a fan of streaming or if you want to make sure momo and papa sees the, your uh their grandkids play check it out it's a great product and uh yeah that is it so we'll see you in the next one all right thank you guys